build in extra time when you fly somewhere else to enjoy the scenes, to, to meet people that you otherwise would not have known were there. Always build in buffer time. And something random might happen. You might need the extra time. You want to go see someplace, do something. Your car breaks down. My car broke down in Costa Rica one time. And, you know, they had to come out and get me. I was a day away from civilization. I didn't have time buffered in for that. When you travel for a vacation, you don't worry about a wrinkled shirt. But when you travel for business, being connected, being presentable, and not having dead batteries are true causes for concern. So get on board for some business travel hacks with your host, Brian Eisenberg. I'm Dennis Yu, the CTO of Blitzmetrics. I've flown 4.5 million miles in the last 15 years, and it started with conferences, and it's now included colleges and clients, and the more you speak, the more conferences invite you, and I've learned to do this at a larger scale, and now we've got a team of people that are flying around, and we coordinate for workshops and events, and I feel like I'm a full-time travel coordinator. Well, I think it's very interesting for you, especially because I know one of your early mentors uh, was in the travel industry, and uh, it's probably shaped a little bit of, of your perception yeah. about travel. I'm, I'm curious what, what lessons you took from that. Well, having the CEO of American Airlines as a mentor teaches you a lot. I used to fly every single weekend. I remember we'd go to the airport, and it'd be the A-terminal gates 1, one through 31, and we'd have numbers 1 through 31 in a basket and draw them. And if I picked 27, I'd go to Paris. If it was 28, it was Oklahoma City. So we learned a lot of tricks on how to travel. And in the airline industry, before 9-11, when I was traveling, it was so much easier. You didn't have all this crazy security stuff. I'd be able to wake up, Brian. I kid you not. I timed it. 30 minutes before departure, I would wake up 30 minutes before and pack and drive to the airport, go to the counter because I'd park there at the terminal and board the flight myself. You can't do that today. And a lot of things you learn in how to hack travel to get the best fares, to get through you know, security faster, like Nexus and PreCheck, Global Entry, these kinds of things. Most people don't really know them. Working on the, at the airline, you learn so much more because you get to travel for almost nothing. And as an employee, I got something called an ID90 where I could fly for 90% off. So I could fly the Concorde at 90% off, but you know, it's still a $1,500 ticket, right? Absolutely. So uh, with all those 4.5 million miles, what do you believe your travel superpower is today? I know how to get to any city on the planet with the minimum cost and effort. What do you wish you knew when you first started traveling for business that you now know? Man, I'm a big fan of Southwest Airlines in the United States. Companion Pass is where it's at. You can get the Southwest card That'll get you perhaps halfway there. You need 110,000 points. And I can bring, you know, we travel a lot. I can bring someone else with me for free. And I use that in combination with the Admirals Club. So I have status on American Airlines. But what I'll do is, let's say I'm in, in Denver or I'm in San Francisco, I'll chill out at the Admirals Club before flying out. Or if I'm connecting on Southwest, where they like to connect through Denver and Phoenix a lot, where you don't have to go outside of security and back in, We'll just chill while we're connecting at the Admirals Club and be able to eat and drink and do all those kinds of things. And that saves a lot of money. And we have a lot of flexibility because Southwest allows you to change things. You get same-day standby when you're on their top tier. And 
sometimes I'll have business meetings like the remodeled lounge at LAX. I'll invite people to come meet me at the airport and I'll get them a boarding pass through Southwest Airlines, which takes me about two minutes to book them through points, cancel the boarding pass before they go through security. My friend can go through security and meet me at the Admiral's Club. We'll chill out there. They've got conference rooms and food and showers and things like that. Use it as an office. And then I'm on my way. I've had a lot of people that want to meet, and we meet at the airport, and they meet me at the Admiral's Club. So what would you think with uh, all this experience is your favorite travel hack that you probably share with uh, your team? Well, it's one that I shouldn't tell anybody <laughs> because at the airline we used to – remember, I used to work at American Airlines. We would bust people for this. But you can do what's called a hidden city, and there are sites like Skip Lagged. And you could do it at the ArcIAD database where let's say that you wanted to fly, Brian, from Austin to um, – let's see – Portland. Uh, Portland, sure. And it connects through that, – that flight will probably connect through L.A. or Phoenix, right? Or actually, there are flights let, – let's say uh, you want to go to Portland and um, you find there's a cheaper fare on Alaska that connects through Portland that goes to Seattle. And Seattle is a more expensive market, Portland. You know, so, or actually, no, uh, Seattle might be a cheaper market than Portland. So then you buy the ticket to Seattle, which connects through Portland, and you drop that second segment. Right. That's called a hidden city. A lot of the flights that go into Canada will connect through Portland and Seattle, and you just drop that that extra city. If you want to go to L.A., it'll the cheapest flights will be going into Cancun, which is a leisure leisure destination. So you just drop that second segment. The trouble is that if you want to fly domestically and you do a hidden city by dropping the international segment, you still have to check in internationally and show your passport, and you don't earn the miles and you also can't check any bags of course because they're going to go on to your destination so that's my favorite thing to do you'll often get tickets for half the price you've just got to be careful because again it's got to be one way if you book a round trip with a hidden city if you miss one segment it auto cancels all the following segments so the airlines don't like that so don't do that by logging into your frequent flyer account i like to do it for team members i don't do it for myself Unless you want to board early, because if you're, I like to. I, in fact, I don't check bags unless I have to. Even on you know long trips, like a month long trip, I won't check bags. I'll have my backpack and my expandable travel pro carry on, and I'll try to make sure I board early so I can stick my carry on up above, and then my backpack I just slide under the seat. Do you have any special uh, bags you use? Any special travel clothes, tr- footwear? Um, yeah, what, what, what's, what's in that, in that bag that lets you go for a month? (laughs) So don't do things like neck pillows that show that you're a complete noob. Most of the flight attendants and pilots I discovered early on over 20 years ago, when I started working in American, they used travel pro as their favorite brand. And I thought, why wouldn't I just get a cheap old Samsonite or these other kinds of luggage? Travel pro is a little, I feel like a commercial is a more durable (laughs) kind of luggage and you can get it on Amazon for like $80, you know, for a regular size or a big one for like a hundred dollars. And they have a warranty. They replace everything inside my luggage. I like to pack all the basic things, um, you know, a few t-shirts, a few dress shirts, a couple pants. I like to pack two of them because you never know when one of them will get wet or dirty and a pair of running shoes. So I can exercise at the hotel. I try to choose hotels that have a good gym. That's 24 hours in Vegas. They don't do that. They shut the gyms down at five. And having an expandable 
roller board. The, the standard 22-inch roller board that's expandable allows you to put in an extra 30 or 40% more stuff. So if you want to bring back souvenirs for your team, then you can do that. The backpack I have with me, th- this, is, this is one trick that real road warriors know. Sometimes when you get on a little plane, they force you to check the bag, and they won't necessarily gate check it, which is to give it to you back you know, valet, give it to you back at the gate. They may force it to baggage claim or check it all the way through to your final destination. So I like to keep a dress shirt and pair of pants rolled up in my backpack. So in case I'm separated from my luggage, I'll still be okay. Right. I've actually had a meeting with the chief marketing officer of California pizza kitchen and the airline lost my bag. And so I had to go in there wearing a t-shirt and gym shorts into a, a boardroom full of all these executives. And I had to make this excuse like, oh, the airline lost my bag. This is not how I did. Because I like to travel comfy. You should always travel comfy. Don't don't like where – when I worked at American, I would be able to fly in first class for like nothing. So I would fly often like DFW to LA to see my mom. That was a $7 ticket because you had to pay some of the extra for like food and your incremental cost of gas. So it'd be $7 to fly to LA. First class was $21. And I remember thinking, do I want to pay the extra $14 to fly in first class? I'd only do it if there was a meal. So if I was flying on an eight o'clock flight where they weren't serving the meal, then I would just sit and coach. But if I was, if I bought first class for 21, I would eat the meal. And then if it was relatively empty in the back, I would just grab a row of three and then lay down there, right? That domestically. And then if I was flying internationally, I would fly, say, like first class to London. I'd eat the caviar, the haagen ice cream. They have the most amazing Sundays on American Airlines where they make this thing for you. And then I, I'd, instead of going to the back, because when you have three-class service, first class international, you know, is amazing. So then you get the fully laid back seats. You have your own like little cubicle thing going on. So I would just hang out there. But that they would charge $100. And I know it sounds like nothing for you, but for you know an airline employee that doesn't make very much money paying $100 to fly first class is kind of a lot of money if you're flying every weekend right what is in your carry on you got obviously you, you know you talked about the international uh, adapter um and you talked about your um rolled up shirt and uh and pants just in case you get stuck what else is in yeah. there well i have a rubber squeeze chicken and in fact i have it right here next to me ah! which is I always carry some kind of gift, something funny, some item to give away. Recently, I've been carrying ring lights because we've been teaching people how to do one-minute videos. And for people that make a good one-minute video on stage, we'll give them these ring lights that we buy on Amazon for $13. I find it's nice to carry things that are friendly for flight attendants. So maybe some gift certificates, which I'll carry in my backpack as well. It's always I just for the occasion. I also carry a pair of goggles in case I want to swim at the hotel pool or the beach. And I often carry a Frisbee because I'm traveling with other team members and we want to be able to exercise and football's too big, but a Frisbee is easy to pack. What's your favorite travel destination? Man, uh, the North pole. <laughs> I was there a couple months ago, almost the North pole. And you can fly there from Oslo. There are direct flights into uh, it's uh, Svalbard. It's amazing. You might check it out. It's up to the 78th degree. And there you've got polar bears and glaciers and all kinds of super cold but super fun things. Northern lights, go hiking, ice caves. I got to tell you, I was not expecting that as an answer, but that's kind of awesome. 
Thank you for listening to Business Travel Hacks with your host, Brian Eisenberg. Catch us on the web at businesstravelhacks.com or at Business Travel Hacks on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you.